So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Really appreciate you being here. The purpose of this podcast is to help you grow your business. Before you go any further, I want to encourage you right now to pull out your phone. If you're, if you're driving, don't do that. I want you to pull out your phone um, and I want to invite you into a really special space. I know you're listening to the podcast right now and that's incredible. Um, but there's a little corner of the internet that I hang out in pretty much every day of the week. And I'm in there doing live videos. And right now this podcast is getting released into that group early, uh, behind the scenes video. You can even meet Matt, the CEO of Bonjour. You can actually see his beautiful face and his scruff on. He's got this fantastic facial hair going on, but you can see a video recording of this podcast. I want to invite you into that space. It's called the six figure photography mastermind group, uh, benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. If you just go to benhartley.com forward slash mastermind, it'll drop you into that space. There's over 13,000 photographers there, and it's a free community uh, where we can continue these conversations. Now, let's talk about Matt. I'm really excited to have Matt Barnett. Oh my goodness, I did it, Matt. I did the English version, Barnett, of your name. Uh, Barnett. I think is how he's going to correct me. Listen, he's been a photographer. He was a, he was a photographer for 10 years. He's out in Australia. Uh, I'm really excited to connect with Matt on his origin story. I hear he took a year-long surfing trip that completely changed his life. And here we are now uh, where he created Bonjoro. If you're not familiar with Bonjoro, get yourself out from under the rock. Uh, Bonjoro, is, by the way, that was like low-key shade right there. I just kind of threw some shade for people. I'm always talking about video messaging, guys. And so I always believe that my audience must all know about Bonjoro. It is a video um, recording app designed to build relationships with your prospects, with your clients. It's incredible. Uh, and so we're going to talk about how he found his way into creating Bonjoro and then how you can use it as a photographer to create a, an incredible customer experience and convert more leads into actual bookings. Matt, Barnett, welcome to the show. It's the first time anyone's ever complimented me on my facial hair. I love compared, it. Listen, compared to my team, this is this is this is a, a, a caterpillar. It's, uh, it's pathetic. 
you've got to understand. Hey, do you see this baby face? Like this is, <laughs> this is like pitiful. Honestly, it is. And I'm so jealous when I see these beautiful beards. Yes, I just called your facial hair beautiful, Matt. This is getting off to a really interesting start. I hope you roll with it. My fingers are crossed right now. So, uh, and listen, I've been married for 10 years. And I don't know, like my wife just keeps wanting me to get older. She keeps talking about like, I just like salt and pepper. And like, then like she gets excited about the idea of me actually getting a little bit of that. And Matt, you got it going on. So good for you, my dude. Yeah, well, mixed, mixed uh, feelings about that. I don't think I had a single white hair until I had a child. And then it just, it just blossomed. So, <laughs> Well, listen, I'm three kids have some more. and still nothing, man. Have more, have more. It'll, it'll happen eventually. <laughs> no, we just have... Looks, we, <laughs> snip, snap, yeah. snip, snap. It can't oh, okay. happen anymore. <laughs> different different stress, stress thresholds, obviously. Yours okay, must yeah. be like super high. I feel that. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S. T.O. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Matt, uh, before we get started in Bonjoro, um, I, I have so many questions about video messaging, and I've got a lot of questions that I want to ask that I've even heard the community kind of uh, challenge me on. Challenge may not be the right word. I think a lot of people have objections to like why maybe video isn't right for them, and we're, we're going to talk about that. I want to learn a little bit more about how you discovered Bonjoro, like how it came to you. Um, and so I know you're a photographer for a period of time. Um, do you want to share a little bit more about your experience as a creative? Yeah, so I worked out of London for many years, photographer. Um, to answer, like, more and more do my own work. So, like, I did a lot of gig, uh, Getty Images uh, contribution back in the day, mm-hmm. which, 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 as the years have gone, has paid out extremely well. So, uh, congrats to whoever got in there, like, 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> but, and then, and then do my exhibiting around the world. Um, but on the side of it, look, I, like, I did some, I did some kind of, like, photography services work. It wasn't quite right for me, but I started to get into other creative industries. So I started to find myself being dragged into other creative projects on 
on design work and kind of branching out. And then yeah, eventually moved to Australia, uh, originally because um, surfing in Scotland in the winter and the snow uh, was finally got to me. And so yeah. I kind of gave up one day sitting under my board with the hail denting it. I thought, you know what? Um, I'm going to go somewhere that's a bit more sun and moved to Australia um, as a young man. I uh, came here, started up, 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 a, up an agency at that point. So we were kind of like branching out into kind of all creative space. Um, we ended up having that agency here and we ended up with all our clients being back in, in London and then Paris and New York yeah. uh, because Australia, amazing place to live. Like if you like your outdoors, if you like, if you like your wilderness, like if you're into like that kind of photography, then it's, it, it, it's awesome. Um, but it's a small country, like comparatively. So when you, if you do start to build a bigger business or start to kind of go beyond that, then inevitably you find yourself dragged overseas. So we had this agency here. We'd, we worked, we'd actually worked with other large agencies back in the UK, like your Ogilvy's and your Leo Burnett's and stuff. And, and we would have these inquiries come in overnight and we'd always miss them because we were asleep. And we'd have, you know, email drip campaigns, like as you did. And again, this is quite, quite a few years ago. So like initially that will work really well. I'm, I'm not a copywriter. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 100% visual. I'm not really words kind of guy. Well, I'm visual and then I'm very much in person. Yeah. yeah. A part of falling into the agency is because I think doing, you know, the photography on my own was awesome for my creative side, but I'm also a huge extrovert. And I was like, how do I put these together? Well, then that's kind of like where the agency stuff comes from. Um, real, real quick, actually, when you say agency, uh, to me, agency could mean so many things. So oh, yeah. were you an agency creating like apps? Were you, were you like a design agency doing branding? Were you doing design what? agency? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So design agency. Yeah. And we'd obviously do imagery as well. And we do, but then we ended up like going into the research space as well and doing that before the design. We did a lot of stuff on like around new product development we get dragged into. So uh, like kind of like creative top end of funnel, like generally like um, experiment, experimental work. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that with, with other agencies and then we started to go into, into brands as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so pretty broad, uh, we were pretty good at what we did. Yeah. Um, and we got into some large, Look, obviously those those contacts from the kind of creative days kind of felt fed over and that's why we had clients in London and then we just started to grow from there. But again, like we were living here and I ended up you know, building a team here initially. We ended up building a team back in the UK to help support like eventually. But when you first start, like you're, you're scrambling. So we were here pretending to be bigger than we were. So these clients overseas, like it ended up with, with, a lot, with a lot of playing journeys, which was, which was fun though as well, because again, back to, you know, straight a great place to live, but you need to get out. So, you know, that allowed us to go back to Europe, back to the States. Like, it was pretty cool. Um, it was a fun time. But, you know, with those leads, like I said, coming in, the challenge is always really making your best first impression and engaging them. Mm-hmm. And like, I think all of us were kind of quite gregarious, you know, like I'm very much a jazz hands kind of guy. I'd walk, into, <laughs> I'd walk into pitch. Like, I love pitching. Like, I go in there and I mean, they like, I do all jazz hands. And then one of the other you know, more grounded team would, you know, deliver the, deliver the projects and stuff. Sure. Um, so like getting that across to inquiries, like email and text stuff just, just was just not really working for us, like to be honest. Yeah. Like like I just felt we weren't doing a good enough job. So so I used to take a ferry to the office that goes across Sydney Harbour. I think those who've been here, um, goes past the opera house, which is obviously pretty iconic. Um, so we were starting to play around in a little bit of tech. We're starting to like 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 a little build off the back of some of the stuff we were doing and I got one of the guys to build me a little thing where I could I could record a video and it would basically package it up and then deliver it to them. And we hosted it on like Vimeo and then sent it out. Oh. So what I do is I do a video every I do videos every morning for everyone who signed up. We would 
get their title we do a little bit of searching and find out who they were so like head of creative at you know leo burnett mm-hmm. in london or whatever we find out who they were and so we personalize that video to them so yeah i'll do a video for from archie from leo burnett and say you know, hey archie i see you work on the you know on the on the png brand and on the on, on this this and this you know we've also worked on these projects um obviously i'm not in london but i will be in three weeks time why don't I come in and get pitch you and show you what what we do? Uh, by the way, obviously I'm, I'm on a boat and you know, and there's the opera house. And so we do these videos, and it was like 20 second videos, and we send that out as the first piece of comms they would ever get from us. And people like loved it. So we yeah. like triple that. We like triple that response rates. And most people came back. And to be fair, most of them were like, can't understand what you're saying because you know it's too windy you're on a boat and you're and you're half asleep. But this is hilarious. Like, come in. So it seemed like like just just showing up, just showing up was like the yes. thing that got them. Look, look, and being creative, and obviously yeah. being in a creative industry, this just shows you that also like you think you'd be up like like you know, outside the box, like it's more creative, like it's it's exciting, it's different. So you get that that appeal. For us, as a result, you know, we like tripled our business because yeah. suddenly we got a lot more demos, and you know, like it didn't make us demo well. It didn't make his demo better, but, but but when we got in the room, everyone would be like, you're that guy. Like people would be like, <laughs> you're 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 that dude on the boat. And so you know, you go in, people like much warmer reception, people would be kind of excited to meet you. But yeah, again, like like everything just kind of changed. And so that worked extremely well for us. We didn't, to be honest, but we didn't think much more of it. Um, until one of those agencies asked if they could use this this video email tool that we built. Mm-hmm. And we <laughs> Came back to Australia and I chatted to one of my team and I was like, you know, we have to build this. And he's like, and you were going to tell me that. And we can't, I was like, look, we'll spend a weekend in and we got pizza and beers and, and kind of like, well, I say we built it. He built it. I just kind of hung around for more support. Yeah. 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 yeah and then we did this thing and we gave it to the agency and they started sending videos to their like inbound inquiries. They got a similar um, result. And then yeah, some of their customers that they sent it to asked if they could use it. And so we ended up, putting a sign-up form and then we ended up putting like um we tried around with, with the pricing people started putting some money down like, like like it wasn't expensive it was like 15 bucks um and there was a free, it was always a free plan um but then it kind of just snowballed from nowhere and like I, I think we sat on it for like 12 to 18 months and then one day we're like we should put a team behind this yeah um and see where this goes and that is essentially what the company turned into is it's still that same concept of you know one like one-to-one personalized messages like a points on the customer journey to basically engage them. Yeah. Um, I didn't think we'd be running a tech company. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that happened, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's life, it's man. <laughs> this is like, you just never know what is like, what's, what's it going to be next? Uh, it looks like I'm running a tech company. That's right. It's still, it's still, it's still creative. Yeah. It's like, like, like as a creative, cause like I have a creative friends and they're like, Oh, I find like, like, it's getting running a business. Cause they're like, Oh, we're only buzzing business. It gets less creative. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, it's just a different type of creative. Yeah. Like you're, you're still problem solving. If you're a creative and you go into like, if you're a creative accountant and you go into accountancy, like, whatever, like if you're creative, like it's as a mindset, yeah. like I promise, I promise you, like as long as you can get some process in or get people in to help you with that side, because I'm, I'm terrible at it. Oh, yeah. but, um, but honestly, like you're going to build a better business than the person next to you because you're going to have better ideas, look at things in different ways. Like it's, like I think being a creative is like the best thing. I'm biased. <laughs> it's like investing with all in terms <laughs> of like growing a big business. I, yeah. I guarantee you everyone listening is like, yeah, yeah. Like we're like, we're like really better. <laughs> it's, 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 it, we are. Like, I mean, it's true. Yeah, like we are. Um, That's awesome. So, I, you know, I mean, 
I want to bring this down now into like some really practical ways before I start offering up objections or anything like that. Not objections, but more like, huh, is this right for me? Is this right for my business? Like, let's go super practical in terms of like, um, so let's say there's a portrait photographer who's listening to this. Okay. We'll just throw that just so you have an example or something like yep. how would they end up using Bonjoro? Like, like what is the, what's the scenario for them? So they can kind of picture it in their current workflow. Yeah, so the easiest place to start when most of our photographers start is is with within within band inquiry. So again, best first impression. It's pretty binary. You can work out if it works, yes, no, like straight away. So if you're using if you're using some kind of system to capture inbound leads, like using a HoneyBook or a Active Campaign or, or any kind of like custom data, data system, uh, we basically plug Bonjour into any of those. And then what happens is you set up something called a trigger. And the idea is when something happens, we tell you now's a good time to send a video. And we pull information about that customer to help you personalize it. So someone's just inquired for the first time. You'll get a notification on your phone or desktop. It says, hey, look, Julian Lassange has, you know, has inquired about you know, doing posture for your know, family, three kids. Um, they live, you know, in wherever it is. Um, and they've reached out to see if they can get a quote. Now, if you can then respond to them within, you know, like a couple of hours and you're like, hey, you know, I'm Jim. I'm actually out at the moment on a shoot and you can like show around you're like, but what I'll do, we'll get back to you later on when we're, when we're in the studio, I'll let you know kind of how much, like I'm only through a bit, a bit more and we'll go from there. Um, but that's the kind of video length. You're talking about like 20 seconds here. Yeah. You, you press done, you go back to work. And then what we do is we then package that up. We send it out to the client by email. We don't actually put the video in the email. Like they give an email, like a, like a video, um, an email with like a video gif in it. They click on it. It goes to a page. Your page is then all branded up. So it's got your brand. It's got your imagery. It's got links in the video. So the client can go and look at portfolios or kind of booking a session, whatever else. Um, but again, it's, it still comes back to that thing of, you know, like what you're doing here is making your best first impression and showing that you matter. And obviously as a creative, you can do that in the creative environment. It really helps. Um, but you're, but what we ask of you is like a 20 second time ask. And because you're told when to send it, we give you the information and then we deliver it for you. Like that's, all you're doing and then you're going back to work. So we tried to take out as much of the um, process as possible. Yeah. And that's it. That's awesome, man. I love it. Okay. This is really cool. So, so the response time, I'm, I'm curious, you probably have some interesting, and, and you may not be the right person to talk to in this in, in regards to like, you're like, I don't know, who, but I'm curious, maybe you do. <laughs> in terms of response time, like, I, sometimes I'm, this is more of like real tactical base, just to be clear. You know, I'll get questions from photographers being like, well, should I send a video reply at like, if I'm up at eight, should I send it at eight? Like, is that something I should do? Or do you wait until like the next appropriate time during business hours? Do you, do you have any data behind that or like metrics that you've seen from seeing all these uh, videos and emails come through your company? Yeah, look, look, like time of day, day of the week, all that stuff. Yeah, like, like, like it's going to depend a little bit on whether you're B2, B2B or so, say, whether you're doing like business photography or, or, or consumer photography. Mostly B2C. I mean, they're mostly families and, and couples and, you know, individuals that people are, are, and at least in my audience. Yeah, yeah. So, look, look, if you look at that, I mean, like, general, like, industry things are outside business hours. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. I, I, I think evenings. So, so, most people consume like emails um, like after work rather than mm -hmm. prior to work. Um, depending on what life stage you're at, if you're stage with families, like it's gotta be in the evening. Um, that said, that all said, we still see across our messaging res response times within four hours, mm -hmm. 
get like a 15% uplift, like overall on average. You know, one it's five first time. Or five zero? One five. Okay, one yeah, five. Right. It's a big difference. Yeah. So then within within the first 24 hours, you still look at like a 20% uplift on you know on, on 48 hours. And then when you start to get beyond 48 hours, like again, you'll see diminishing returns. So, you know, kind of my advice is as a general rule, get back quick, get back quickly. <laughs> yeah. Just do um, the thing. Because if they're if they're like so, so like if they're obviously like like doing an inquiry at that time, then like if you if you can get back to them within an hour, they're probably going to pick it up because they're either on lunch break or they're doing the thing at the time. Yeah. yeah. Now, so that's they might even see like a notification, and be like, oh, that's that thing. I'll get back to it later. So again, it's it's all about top of mind. I think top of mind is more important. This is again, it's a little bit different because you are getting back to them in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like that four hour window, we're like we've tried reducing it. Like we've tried looking at stats like down to like one hour. Doesn't make a massive difference. It tends to be that four hour window, but that is using a large, like a big data set across a lot of industries. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I think that's more important. And then and then we'll dig in a bit deeper. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think this objection comes uh, across, maybe not objection, but question maybe comes across. Um, particularly when I'm coaching women, this just is a bigger concern of like how I appear in the video. And so one of the things that I've heard is like, well, I'd love to do video, but I want to get back to people faster. And listen, I've got, you know, uh, any number of things in my way. I got kids at home. And so I can't get ready or I can't get, you know, whatever it is prepared, um, until later down the, you know, maybe it could be past that four hour window. I'm curious if you had any thoughts on like, if, if, if you were hearing that from someone like, you know, I feel like I need to get dolled up for these videos. Um, uh, you know, or just like do my hair, let's say, like do my hair, do my makeup, that kind of stuff, get dressed for the day. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, and this is probably something you hear often. Am I wrong? Yeah. So, like, so I think where this stems from, well, I'm pretty sure I know where it stems from. It's like video originally was the realm of film and, and TV for years. Like production so that, value. That's, yeah. And that's what video was for like decades. So yeah, it basically got put on this pedestal. And so we, so we still have this hang up. And younger generations have it less, which is why I think I think it's a hang-up that you see there. <laughs> yeah. Is that basically like this is like everything has to be perfect for video. Now, 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 if you look at what video really is, it's just a medium. That's that's all it is. Yeah, like like writing. You know, used to be only used by authors, but now like we do like SMSs with you know, and abbreviate all the time. Like writing's changed over time. Videos like happening now as well. So again, it's just a medium to get across a message. It's an alternative to, to text. It's in my eyes often a better one. Um, but that's what it is. So it's not about, it's not a creative production that you're, that you're doing here. And especially when you use something like video messaging, it's actually just about challenging someone. Now, a couple of caveats, like, look, your brand is important and it will depend on your brand and customer. So mm-hmm. if you're a high-end corporate photographer, you probably do need to be a little bit more, you know, like you probably need to make, make you know that impression that will work within that space or that will matter to those people like a, li- a little bit more. Yeah. If you're a family photographer and you have your kids run- running around your feet, like win. Like that's that's actually what they want to see. So yeah. to, to that point, like people want to work with people like us. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see just generally across a lot of companies now, like beyond, beyond video, beyond everything, a lot of those barriers are coming down. Like even corporates, like you know, everyone used to have to go to, to, to work in like a shirt and tie. The, the ties the ties are going the shirts are starting to go you know like people wearing t-shirts like like everything's relaxing more brands are relaxing um and so the, the same is is true for you i think what people are realizing especially i mean the last year has driven this ahead is that 
ultimately, like business boils down to, to, to obviously like product services and relationships. Yeah. And so talking about the relationship side here, how do you build relationships? Well, you meet people who who you like who are like you. And mm-hmm. so, you know, take that last year where everyone's been stuck at home, everyone's doing this thing, everyone's juggling, everyone's kind of in the same boat. So it's a good time to, you know, with the family in the kitchen. Like everyone understands where it's coming from. The other thing is that when you do stuff, when you haven't really got dressed up, haven't got dolled up, you're not you're not reading a perfect script. That kind of content is actually a lot more believable because yeah. imperfection, like it, like it, it's what life is. Like and I, I, I think imperfection is beautiful. Um, yeah. Like that's what makes something realistic. When things are practiced and perfect, they're no longer imperfect, and therefore they're less believable. So if you want to be authentic, believable, you want to connect. My suggestion is go towards the other end of the spectrum. Keep your brand in mind. Yeah. Um, you know, look, like what normally happens is people start off getting a bit more dressed up. Over time, they realize it doesn't matter, and they potentially <laughs> get get a better a better impact. And people end up just like doing it any time of the day. You know? I mean, again, there's a balance. They're like, yeah. you know, if you like, you're, if you just woke it up and your kids are over you, and you got you know like you're half naked, then you know, put 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 some clothes on. Yeah. Um, and then locations, other things are like, you can offset this with doing something something interesting on location. So, you know, we see that about 20% of our messages that are sent are done on, on things like commutes and stuff. Hmm. Yeah, don't, don't send videos while you're driving. Um, but if you're walking and stuff, like you actually offset, like having to look your best because you're out there moving it's interesting content as well. You know, just like just getting outdoors suddenly makes it. So again, like environment offsets how you look because people because you're not in an office again if you're standing still like everything here's perfect yeah perfect is more noticeable noticeable when when you when you when when you're running or or moving or whatever like the content's so much more interesting that again it it it, it bounces that out like long story short honestly just just don't worry too much about it if you want to worry at the beginning worry a little bit and over time you'll, you'll probably lose that as well yeah i laughed when you said that because i mean just even when I first started uh, out into photography education, I mean, I was so obsessed over like having, I was made, I'd made like this first course and like my, my video setup was ridiculous. I had like three different camera angles, four different lights. I, I made sure to like have all the stuff and I wore the same outfit. So there would never be any jump cuts where I changed a shirt in case I had to, you know what I mean? Or record over multiple days and I'm having a teleprompter. So I get every word just perfect. And, um, and now I'm just kind of like, all right, um, webcam and okay, beanie, hold on. Let me just, okay, good. And live. And, and like, and it's so, it's been so much better received because there's just like, like, I'm there's, there's complete authenticity in the midst of it too. It's like, I'm, you know, and in some ways you're being inauthentic, you're being authentic about your inauthenticity. It's just like, I'm just going to just go with this. Um, and, uh, and I think what you pegged ultimately comes down to like just human connection of like, there's a vulnerability there that's rather likable. When you see someone who's just being willing to be vulnerable in front of a camera uh, and and like show up, it's rather endearing. It's rather like, there's something that I think we see and we're like, oh, that's, that's really courageous, <laughs> like the respect, you know? And I think there's something that we wish we could, like, I wanna be able to do that, uh, that we respond to when we see other people show up in that way. Then And and then I reply, I'm like, wow, they just did that. I, does, I owe this person a reply because they showed up like that. Um, man, that's really awesome. This is wild. So, how else are you seeing video used? I mean, is it really just, is, is Bonjour really primarily just for like that, that 
initial inquiry kind of phase, or are you seeing companies use Bonjoro in other ways throughout, I mean, anything really? Yeah, so, so leaky conversion is always a great place to start again, because like I said, it's binary. So in terms of testing, it's pretty simple. Like, do I get more responses or don't I? Yeah, and like test the stuff, yeah? Like, like, like don't take my word for it, you know, like get on board, like try that out. Mm-hmm. Do it, you know. Do a set number with it. With set number without, you work it out. Um, look, we we get used a lot, a lot more beyond that, especially after people get kind of across it. Um, so, like some areas we get used are so re-engaging past clients. So, if you have regular clients, and this might be more applicable in the kind of like if you're doing more kind of corporate photography or kind of business space, sure. um, or if you have clients. families or families that you that you do like the yearly fit, fit, uh, like image with, yeah, then absolutely. getting back in touch this way. Especially if you haven't responded to like like an automated email that's gone out, it's much harder to turn down a human than it is to turn down you know, an email. I mean, that's that's as I guess learning. Um, so so it's pretty effective there. We see it done around things like product sales. So if you're going out doing like image sales or like they're you know, doing like discounts on like you know obviously with like a frame partner, like afterwards that's used. Um, even down to like you know tracing invoices and that kind of thing. So I think they like, reengagements, um, reengaging past customers is the next big space where we used. Yeah. Um, the final space, and this is kind of like my favorite, I, I, I think the most like underutilized is okay. getting reviews and case studies. And yeah. this is about the whole advocacy piece. So if you have a client or a customer and you've done an awesome job, every single one of those people, I don't care how you do it, you need to go and get a review or a couple of lines of or a testimonial or a case study with. Now, do that even if you don't know where you're going to put it yet, because like obviously there's like review sites out there, there's, site, there's things out there, there's your Facebook pages, your social media, there's your websites. Get these anyway, because it has two effects. One is that if somebody gives you a positive review, they're more likely to remember you and they're more likely to use you again. There's a psychological impact where they've given you a positive thing and so it actually imprints into their memory because they've actually invested effort in, in doing that for you. Yeah. So like psychologically, they're more likely to be a customer again. Like there's just a kind of like a, a tip there. But secondly, obviously, you can then use the advocacy and the passion of clients you've done a great job with to drive more leads ultimately into your funnel or to mm-hmm. convert more leads to come and look at your website or kind of like, like snooping around. Um, video gets used for that because, again, it's it's more about law reciprocation. So if you're, if you, after something's been done, follow a few days later, you know, if you've done a wedding and you've just delivered like, you know, the, you know, the kind of test, the, the couple of test shots that, that you printed out, et cetera, you drop in and you say, look, I, hope, uh, like, I had an awesome day. I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, if there's anything else I can do, let me know. Here's your things. Again, if you want the prints, just, just, just remember to follow me up. Um, if you did think it was great, reviews mean a lot to me. Here's a link to X site to go and leave a review or, or, or here's a link to a Google form. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the thing people mistake on the whole advocacy and generating this kind of content is they just don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we did our wedding. Like, and as you know, as a photographer, trying to find a wedding photographer, extremely hard. We had that, we had that, we had a, we had an amazing, amazing guy do it for us. And the, the guy that never chased me for a review. And I'm like, I would have written you an awesome review. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, like life got in the way I got busy, off we went. And I had a written a view, which would have been like, as a, as a photographer, as a creative, he was like, perfect. Like it's a pretty, like, I would have done like an awesome review because it was great. And then honestly, when he didn't send it, like I forgot and got on with life. Now, that should happen as part of the process. And if you'd have asked me, I would have absolutely been triggered and, and done it. Mm-hmm. If you sent me a video, like, like, like you can't say no when someone sends you a video when you already can't know them. Like it's, 
Yeah, like, <laughs> sure. it, it just like it breaks your break. You're like, okay, I have to do this. Yeah, um, reciprocation. So, yeah, reciprocation. So, so, I, I think that area of funnel, and this goes beyond video. If you're not utilizing that, if you're not like getting every customer you do an awesome job with to potentially give you another, to give you more customers or or to refer you, that kind of thing, this is a great mechanism and a great reason to kind of like engage with them and use that. And it it's not a quick return necessarily. And this is why it doesn't really get the attention is that it's not sales where it's binary. Like, yes, I said yes yeah, or no. It's a no. long-term play. It's a long-term play. It needs to build a bit of groundswell. It takes a bit of time. You don't always know that an inquiry has come from, you know, somebody reading reviews. So, it, but just, you have to like, trust me a little bit on this one. <laughs> sure. Like, don't, don't trust me as a photographer. Trust me as someone who runs a business, like, and has like a big funnel. Like you ha- like this stuff matters so much. And for the extra minute or two of your time to do this, like, it just builds and builds and just you doing this reminds me of you and they're, you know, and, and they see their mate the next day who's getting married. They're like, Oh, I forgot to say you should use, you know, you should use Jim. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just the, this point at the end of the funnel, super underutilized, lots of other photographers in your area and space probably aren't doing a good enough job of this. So it's, it's a pretty good way to actually compete as well. Um, but yeah, so essentially that's it. Yeah. So, so leads re-engaging, like past existing customers, and then at the, at the end of the funnel, post job, like drive reviews, um, content, case studies, that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, is that something so uh, where like you, you'd send them a link inside it that would link up to like your own Bonjour account where they just get like a little video portal? Like, is, is that what it is inside of Bonjour? No, no, so, no. So all they're getting is a say, so they get an email with a with a moving video view waving or whatever it is. Um, and then when they click on that and they go to a page, they, they don't have to log in or anything. They just, they, they're just a viewer. So they just, they're just viewing the content. You can put your own links into these videos, which go to whatever you want. So to whatever you use for review sites, you can go to, Again, if you're if you're collecting case studies, maybe it's a Google Doc where you've written out a bunch of questions. Yeah. Um, people people can reply by video, so you can actually use those videos as video. That's reviews. what I was thinking. Like, if there's a way to collect Bonjoro videos from your clients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do that. Yeah, we're actually going to be behind the scenes. We're working on something that helps you do this a lot better, and that helps you like get and publish case studies and reviews a lot easier, like the whole yeah. shebang. Um, because I think this area is so important. I think it's such a, it's such an awesome area to compete because again, like first impression, last impression, like that, that, like those are two areas, and you don't have to use video, but just do an awesome job at both of those, and I, and I promise you, like do that consistently, yeah, and you'll start to see growth. Right on. Okay, so just to, uh, just to clean this up in my own brain, you what you're saying is the, the goal is to get uh, testimonials, and you can use Bonjour to make those requests. I think was I was thinking that. Um, you could use Bonjour to, to like collect the video testimonials, meaning the, the video testimonials, testimonials would come through yeah. Bonjour. Yeah, so, so you can do that. So you can do that. Okay, um, cool. like, one caveat I'll say is that most recipients probably won't send you a video back. Some will. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason being is the same reason like doing your first video is a little, like can be a bit more nerve wracking. So sure. especially if, if you're on the B2C space, so your consumer space, less consumers are used to doing these. Yeah. Um, so some will, the more gregarious ones will, if you ask, if you've had an awesome like, relationship with them and had a really good time and you yeah. ask them specifically to send you a video, you have to ask for a video. Yeah. Like, like, like don't just say, let me know. Um, but I, but my, but I would always suggest give a default because if they won't give you a video, a lot of review sites, if you're using those don't publish videos yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can always take the script out of the video and use that as well. Um, yeah. but if they, but, but give them a, give them a fallback if, if not, um, yeah. again, like getting one is 
getting a text review or a text case study or or a link or, or something else is still it's still miles better than having you know nothing. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I've got a I've got a decent amount of text reviews, but I, even when I was on the Bonjour site, it's like your homepage is just like boom, video testimonials, just like of of people. And I'm like, I think I'd be an opportunity there. Even you know, I've got a I've got a product for, for photographers that like so many of the listeners have gone through. I'm about to I'm about to send out some video testimonial requests to uh, people who've gone through Book Solid uh, as my course. So um, so okay, here's here's maybe one of my big questions, and that's about reducing the friction, we'll call it friction for the end user, you know? And so like one of the things that I currently do is I, I just try to, I try to make it as easy as possible for people to receive my videos, just to see them uh, and, to, and to not have to go through too many steps, right? And so um, same thing with when you're requesting reviews, like having all the things embedded right there. So they just click a button, it opens it right up. You know, you're reducing the friction for them. Um, so currently right now, I, I've just directly record videos on my phone. I don't have my phone. I mean, to, to yeah. simulate and I just text it to people, you know, can then on their end, it just, boop, is have a text with a video from me. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm curious how you've thought about continually reducing that friction point, if that makes sense for, yeah. um, yeah, for prospects. And, um, and if I'm thinking about it wrong, that's very likely. <laughs> but it, it depends what kind of person you are probably as well. Yeah. So, so if you're good with process and you're good with the people process, like, and so you've obviously built this muscle, then like, that's fine there. Like, 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 like do what works for you. Sure. What we found is that, you know, especially for us in, the, in those early days, we, we wanted to take that thinking out of it, yeah? So to reducing fiction. So the idea with having it tied into inquiry systems or obviously like with the review thing, it's after the job is finished, wait two days, trick, like send, like ping me a message and say, remember to follow yeah. up, yeah? So the idea is we take the thinking out of it. So again, all you're doing is focusing on doing the video. So we've like the other thing that comes with that is obviously timing as well. So the idea is the inquiry gets in, make sure you get like, it'll notify you and say, make sure you get back within you know, the first four hours. Mm -hmm. if, if someone's just finished, you know, like a a course with you or someone's just had a wedding, it'll wait the time of, you know, the number of days you think that you think is, is correct and then notify you, make sure you don't miss that window. So the idea here is, is try and get a better result with the timing. If, if we don't, if you don't have data about that customer and who they are we actually do a little bit of search online so, so we either pull information from, from from your customer database if you don't have any information there we use a few data systems like that actually go out and try and find information about that users trying to help you personalize so we try and give you a bit more than just their name um to get help you like go a little bit over the top um with this so we try to give you a better result and then we try to take, take the figure out of it with uh with, with automating the whole process behind the system yeah. Um, but again, like if you've got a brain that, that could build process, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm still terrible at it. Like, you know, like I have people on my team who are awesome at it. Um, if you've got that brain and you're, and you're doing stuff ad hoc and you're consistently doing it, that's fine. But I think like, consistency is key here. So, so choose a system that works for you because these aren't, this is not a one-off thing. These things, once they start to work, they need to be done operationally as part of your funnel, like as part yeah. of your flow, which is why things like automated emails do work well because you're not thinking about doing them. Mm -hmm. Same kind of system here. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So I, what I heard you say is there's a bit of like, uh, on the, on the receiver units, uh, on the receivers side, 
um, there may be a, with, with Bonjour, they'd have to click on the link in the email and then the video would open up. So there's like that one little extra point. But yep. on my side as the business owner to actually send it, it, it makes it far easier. Uh, and, and then in that is where you get into the automation and the consistency uh, behind it all, right? Is there, yeah, do, you, but- do you foresee... I don't know the tech behind any of this, Matt. Do you do you foresee direct to text Bonjoro ever happening? Yeah, so we've got it working in in beta now. Yeah. So we're rolling it out. So so to be fair, those exact same links play in in SMSs That's as well. That's what I want. I want that. That's what I want. <laughs> and so it's, and so we're looking at how how we make it more than just a video. So yeah, there's like a little bit of script that goes with it, which is like, oh, hey Devin, just wanted to follow up and say, you know, X Y Z. Um, the one thing we, like so, Android. This is the Android iOS thing. Android, we can include links, and and the links thing is good because you know it, it could be a link to review. So the idea again is, is when you're doing these, you're trying to get a customer to take the next action. So yeah. the link could be. It doesn't have to be. You said, look, I'll get back to you later. But link could be to book a call. It could be to book a session in the studio. It could be to go and leave a review. It could be to order prints. So having that link in there, like, like can be a big benefit depending on where you're using. Now, Android, we can do that. iOS plays video natively without those. So yeah. there's a balance here. So I think, like, again, looking, working with 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 the with the uh, with the tech that 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 is, there's probably going to be a little bit of sacrifice, and you have to choose which is more priority to you. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like like it works. And if you have an SMS thing, then you know, go for it. Don't abuse it. But um, yeah, it's great. That's cool. I love it, Matt. Um, this has been really fun. Just uh, getting a chance to connect with you. Um, just the brains behind making this whole thing happen. Um, some of these questions, I was really trying to think about all of the things that I, I've heard, and I think I had. Were there any other objections that you're like, ah, you forgot this one? This is the one I always hear that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Uh, otherwise, I, I love to direct people to go check out Bonjoro. But P.S. By the way, I just need to say this. This has felt very. Bonjour, like go use this software heavy. And I just need to make a declaration. I don't even use Bonjour, just to be clear. Nor did Matt, like, this isn't even about that. I, but I do know a lot of other people do. And the only reason I don't is because I do currently just send direct to text. So I fully believe in video. I'm just that asshole who, like, pulls out his phone, records a video, and then texts it directly to people. But, um, but but maybe now is the time that I that I shift gears and I, and I start automating some things a little bit more. I just wanted to declare that because I felt like this was starting to feel rather sponsored, and it's just not. Uh, I just really like this uh, this conversation a lot. So anyhow, I, I wanted to acknowledge that. Look, I think the lesson here is like is like like think about utilizing video. I, like I don't care if you use us or another system or if you get direct text. Again, like I, I think like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like like video is going to become just like the way that we do things anyway. So my suggestion here is that if you have a bit of a hump to get over in terms of learning it, like get on now, like play around, like send them ad, ad, ad hoc through text. Like, like it, work, it works as well. Like, like just give it a go, see if it's gonna work for you. What happens after that, down, down, down to you. But the, the other objection I would have is that some people, obviously, obviously like there is a time ask with this, yeah? And so the one thing I'd say here is there's a balance of personalization versus your time. Now, now the ultimately, if you take 30 seconds to send a video to a customer, however, however you do it, you know, my, my point is that every customer, every inquiry is, is worth 30 seconds of your time. Oh, yeah. And if, you know, if you have it, if you've got stage where you have a bit of a team and you have your know, other photographers that are, like with you, it's not necessarily you doing it. It can be members of the team. Um, but I think shift the attitude on your head. If, if you're thinking that way, 
to the other side and go, well, what, what are competitors? What are people not going to do? Mm-hmm. And it often comes down to this thing because it's not fully automated. Yeah. So like, again, like, like, yeah, preach to converted, like just, just do this anyway. Um, otherwise, like try it, try it in any way. Like just, 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 just try video, try video messaging, try not looking your best. <laughs> and like, you know, obviously, obviously us two are, you know, prime examples of that every day <laughs> this is awesome if it, if it works for us it'll, it'll, it'll work for any of you i can yeah, promise right? you so is it just bonjoro.com b-o-n-j-o-r-o.com bonjoro.com look there's there's free accounts there so you know like you can use it free as well like especially if you're getting started um look if you want, if you want to reach out to me as well like more than happy to answer any questions or you know, if you're starting your own agency or kind of starting your own business, like more than happy to help on that front. I had a lot of help. So um, if you want to find me, go to LinkedIn and type in Papa Bear. I'm, I'm the dude in the bear suit. No, I, <laughs> I think there's three of us. Uh, and what's weird is that there's two guys on there who are not wearing bear suits. I don't know what their, what their thing is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Papa Bear. Let me check. Good help. I love it. Matt, thank you so much for being here with me today. Really appreciate your insight on this. No worries, Ben. Thanks for having me along. Of course. Hey, Mastermind members, thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. I forgot that I'm also recording a podcast. I'm not just putting this into my group right now. But on that note, listen, podcast, uh, on that note, in the Mastermind group, um, I actually have a whole video of the, I don't want to use the word script necessarily. It is it is the structure that I use for my client responses. Um, and it's a, it's a set structure. I do sample video uh, recordings on my phone. Um, and, and that's all inside of the mastermind group. It's again, it's just free space. I'm, I'm not going to try to get your money in there. So go check that out. Benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. Um, and in the units tab, I think it's called guides now because Facebook wanted to change the verbiage, the guides tab. Uh, there's a, a, a whole th- set on, on the scripts that I use inside of my video replies that might be really helpful once you check up on Joro. So Matt, thanks again, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode of the six figure photography podcast until then. Cheers. Cheers.